0: hey guys you know what time it is it's nine to five with gavin and mike yeah and in this episode we're talking about how do you hear bad news now gavin and i have been communicating now for literally over a, well, for about a year we just found out that the first time we ever spoke was the 6th of may 2019 wow it's now the 3rd of may 2020 so literally a year right we've been speaking and we've made I don't know how many episodes we've made I think we've published about 26 or so episodes maybe 20 some 25 episodes or so but we've actually made a lot more than that there's some episodes that we didn't publish right right some episodes that are in the archives (laughs) right maybe never to be heard ever who knows right but we, we we've been getting together every single week um pretty much from May and having conversations we decided to record them and uh, it's culminated in this audio experience 9 to 5 with Gavin and Mike and ladies and gentlemen this episode is the final episode mm. and we're going to get into that we're going to get into why it's the final episode and the title is fitting right how how do you hear bad news so just to set the scene and set the context. So yesterday, was it yesterday? No, Friday, right? Yes, when Gavin right. and I get together. We were setting up for our podcast. I had my mic set up. Gav had his mic set up. Uh, I started talking about um, my editing of the last podcast and suggesting some things that we could do and whatnot. And then I was like, hey, Gav, should we record this episode? Should we record this conversation just in case there's some little gems in there? And then And then Gavin said... And I'll hand it over to Gavin.
1: Yeah. And I just uh, uh, told Mike that, man, you know, I've just been uh, thinking, and you you know about uh, the movement that I'm bringing forward, uh, Flow Masters. And yeah. I'm just dedicating a lot more time into it. And I've really, through it, I've found or discovered so much more deeply my higher purpose. Yeah. And. I don't know how the uh, nine to five fits into my picture moving forward Mm. now that I've been so much more so invested into teaching people how to tap into their flow state. Mm. And actually, and really a really interesting thing uh, was in it is I did have an initial plan like uh, a three-month plan, let's let's crush crush out twenty-four episodes, mm-hmm. um, until August first, and then take a hiatus from August to November, mm-hmm. and then through it though, um, Mike said something very interesting that ended up pivoting the entire conversation. Mm-hmm. And do you remember what you said, man?
0: Yeah, I I basically asked you, I I, well, before I tell you what I said, in terms of the subject matter how do you hear bad news quite coincidentally the episode before this we did a podcast which is how do you deal with conflict in a relationship right so in effect what i was hearing gavin say when when he was saying that he wants to dedicate more time to flow masters was that i guess i guess you want to put a i guess you want to end nine to five right because you want to dedicate more time into into flow masters so i could have easily been like okay Gavin's backing out, right? Gavin's Gavin's not committing to to what we what we intended to do, right? All judgments, right? All judgments, all diagnoses, right. right? Right. Second way I could have been thinking about what I was hearing could have been blaming myself, right? Oh, okay, well maybe, you know, maybe I'm not hitting the mark. Maybe nine to five isn't isn't good, isn't right. Again, all judgments, right? But this time directed towards myself. But then the third way of hearing is thinking in terms of feelings and needs. Mm. Um, and that'd be thinking in terms of my feelings and needs. But before we we address those, I asked Gavin what so in response to to Gavin telling me that, I asked Gavin what his what what needs were being met whilst working on nine to five, right? And we dove into those needs. And, you know, Gavin started sharing his thoughts and and I, I wrote the lists down so so you can chirp in here, Gavin. But the things I, I picked out from what Gavin was telling me was he gets connection, growth, recognition, trust, right? We we both, we know that we're going to turn up, right? Nine to five, right. Gavin is 5 p.m. where I am. We're going to turn up and be present and be ready, right? Reliability, certainty, right? But also uncertainty, right? Because Gavin brings a different flavor to the podcast than I do, right? So we balance each other right in that way. Um, and then alignment as well. So all of these needs were being met. By the pursuit of 9 to 5. And I was resonating with, with all of those as well. I was like, those are the needs that were being met and fulfilled within me, right, for the podcast. And then I asked Gavin, okay, so that's great. So we've, we've identified what needs are being met with 9 to 5. What needs are not being met, right, that right. you want meeting by doing this Flow Masters podcast? And that was really the crucial bit because... It if, was. If, right? Because if there's something else that, that you wanted to pursue, then that, to me, indicated that there was a need that you had that wasn't being met, and so and so we we talked about that. And do you remember what that was? What well, you
1: said it earlier? Yeah. Well, I actually I said it earlier, and we didn't. We had actually one of our first episodes was uh, about this, but not necessarily yeah. right, uh, but not necessarily to this uh, level of depth. And I, what I realized what was missing in these nine to five was this sense of a higher purpose. Mm. Now, for any of you that's listening and thinking about what is what does that even mean, right? <laughs> right? People like throw it around and it's like, what does even higher purpose mean? Let alone right. to have a purpose for your life. Is there a mm. the purpose? Is there a purpose? What is this? And so for me, it was almost like, um, I accidentally in a way, or like stumbled into my, my higher purpose, mm. which is one is like, it's really holding, it's holding space for people to be able to honestly express themselves and experience flow state through the emotive power of music. Mm. And I've I've experienced that through flow masters that just started off of you know randomly liking to freestyle with my buddy Michael. And we we're both coaches and ended up realizing how therapeutic it was for both of us and when we started bringing people into the circle we realized whoa this is actually a powerful
0: modality. Mm. By the way, this is another Michael, not not me. Mike. Yes, another yes. Michael, right? Oh my God! It's so <laughs> just yeah, yeah.
1: So uh MG, and that's how I I stumbled into a higher purpose for myself, and it's mm. what I call one of my infinite games that I'm doing it just for the pursuit of it,
0: mm. and it's. And so by so, pursuing that, you were getting a you you were getting this need for like purpose and meaning ev- right? You know, so
1: everything. So for those of you who don't know about like human needs psychology. Uh, Tony Robbins talks about it a lot about six human needs and um, just to get, go through the list without breaking it down too much we have we all have a need for certainty but we have to feel like the roof over our head is not going to collapse on us while we're doing this podcast or else I'm not going to be fully present for this conversation right. uh, we need a level of uncertainty in the same light because we need to not know what's really going to happen all the time even though we prefer to be surprised in ways that we would like um, just the concept of not knowing is so important to bringing that spice, bringing that sense of variety that keeps us on our toes. Otherwise, we would get bored to death. Mm-hmm. We need to feel like we're connected, right? Mm-hmm. That we're connected to another human being by we share similar interests or, or we, we can relate to a certain type of emotion, right? Even if sometimes if it's sadness, they say misery likes company, it's it. Uh, it's a way of feeling connected to another person like they kind mm-hmm. of know what I'm going through mm-hmm. and we also need to feel like we matter that we're significant, which mm-hmm. can all can actually contrast against connection because sometimes we might like step over people or do something just to feel recognized. Right. Mm-hmm. You think of violence. It's a way of also feeling recognized mm-hmm. when when people get bullied a lot and a lot, of, a lot of these school shootings. It's not just something that randomly happens there are triggers that take place, whether they felt like they've been bullied for their whole lives, and they're, uh, they're had enough of it. So they're going to go mm-hmm. out with the bang, literally. Mm-hmm. And then the last two are, are harder to obtain. And they're more uh, called the art of fulfillment. And it's to feel like you're growing, you know, that you're growing, um, developing yourself, learning new skills. And the last one is you feel like you're dedicating, contributing to something much bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so for me, like, I think that that sense of contribution, there's like a higher level that um, I'm experiencing flow masters that I want to translate that into a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I just, and that's where the pivot took place where I'm like, whoa, it is really about higher purpose that's been lacking here for me.
0: Mm, mm, absolutely and so it was a pursuit of that and so that was some that was a need that gavin needed to meet but then also it's not just that because you know one could ask okay well why don't you do both podcasts side by side simultaneously Right. right so there's also a need for like space or a need for holistic integration right you wanted your whole you wanted your whole being to be about or you wanted all of your time to be about developing that podcast right and you needed a space in order to to do it
1: great point that's that's what i like about you it, yes you, you, when you take that out it's the sense of yeah it is a i love how you said that holistic integrate. oh that's great holistic integral fuck yeah yeah buddy uh holistic integration i wanted to to dedicate most of my bandwidth into my higher purpose mm. you know and one thing that i've actually been uh, saying to myself which has been partially a lip service thing because it is hard for me to wrap my head around it and yet yeah. the first time I heard it, I forgot who I heard it from, it like was like a a boulder that just dropped from the sky. And mm. it just like created this, it just shook me. Mm. And the quote is, divine creator, enslave me to my highest purpose.
0: Wow. Oh, that's powerful, profound. Mm. mm so so you know so so that's what so that's what that's what was alive in gavin in that moment right when he shared what he wanted to share and you know this podcast is called how do you hear bad news however i've got to give credit to gavin as well because it wasn't like Gavin came out all guns blazing like yo mike I'm done I'm out <laughs> right I want to go pursue something else because if he had then that would have been a lot harder for me to, to to tune in and connect and relate to to what Gavin was actually needing right I would have been busy trying to defend myself trying to defend the podcast but because Gavin being conscious as he is came at it in the sense that hey um you know this is something I'm passionate about this is something that I want to pursue this is something i want to Tackle and he did it in a very, um, very conscious way that made the process a lot sort of easier for me. Had Gavin not done that, I would have needed a lot more conscious effort and energy to try and sift through anything else to get to the heart of the matter, which was this desire to pursue this unmet need, this higher purpose, this holistic inspiration. Right. right? And so, and so, this is quite fitting because, as I say, we literally just recorded a podcast, which is how to deal with conflicts in a relationship, right, and here we are, you know, I, I didn't know Gavin had this idea, Gavin didn't even know what was going to end up here, because you were, you had this game plan of let's bang out 24 episodes in the next few months, right, let's keep going, but during the course of the conversation, you realize, no, actually, this is something I want to pursue, and I want to dedicate all my bandwidth to it, and I was in support of that, dude, I was in support of that, because, and you know, it was so easy for me to be in support of that, and it wasn't like I was coerced into it it wasn't like I was doing it because I felt guilty because I wanted Gavin to to feel better about himself I did it because I felt good doing it it was a natural it was a natural thing for me to do because I could see it was a way that Gavin would grow and I value growth and I also value authenticity and because Gavin was being authentic with himself and also transparent in his communication I 100% valued that and so I was completely in support of that and so it was so easy for me or much easier for me to to, to be able to To support Gavin in that pursuit because A, of the way he expressed it in a very conscious way, taking responsibility for what he needed, taking responsibility for how he felt, right? As opposed to, as opposed to like blaming external things, saying, you know, like this isn't working for me. He didn't do that at all. He took responsibility for what he needed and what he felt. So that made it so easy for me. Um, And then B, also me trying to identify what the unmet needs were that Gavin was lacking um, that he wanted to fulfill by pursuing the Flowmaster's podcast, and so, and so that, that enabled me to just, to just want to just support naturally and just want to give naturally. And so I'm saying that to say this, that when you hear what might otherwise be defined as bad news or what you might otherwise perceive as bad news, I would encourage you to just try and listen in for what that person's needing in that moment and try and tap into that and try and connect with what that person's needing in that moment. And also, like if you want to deliver bad news, then take heed from what Gavin did, which is to try and communicate it in a way that you take personal responsibility for what you're feeling and what you're needing, you know, without trying to blame others. And that and the person you communicate with will find it a lot easier to connect with you and 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 to give naturally as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And as you were mentioning talking about that, Mike, two things came to mind. The first thing that I wanted to ask you that thing's very pertinent and takes it back to ground zero is. What is, what is your purpose?
0: That's a good question. I mean, my purpose has been consistent. It's, it's always been consistent and everything else around it has, has been sort of contributing to me meeting my purpose. Like if you go to my website, willingwinning.com, you see it right there in, in, in um, black and white. And that is to contribute to the evolution of consciousness, right? And so everything I do, like if it's if it's not meeting that underlying driver for me i will eventually become dissatisfied And so for me it's all about contributing to the evolution of consciousness consciousness and this podcast was fulfilling that right we're sharing ideas we're sharing insights right where we're giving valuable we're sharing valuable information things that we've learned um, in our lifetime with our audience our experiences our anecdotes and and so that has always been my purpose um how i do it is nothing more than a vehicle for me to achieve my goal, right? So, for example, coaching is a vehicle by which I can contribute to the evolution of consciousness because I help my clients to expand their consciousness, their level of self-awareness. And so that that has always been my purpose.
1: That's power. That's, yeah, for sure. Like, to contribute to the evolution of consciousness, I think in in previous conversations, too, you talked about, like, self-actualization. Right. To live a self-actualized life. And so naturally or in a way you know your purpose um was illustrated inside of also how you responded in this in this situation like mm-hmm. right away getting into the needs trying to really see like what what is gavin out to really a- self-actualize right do this right and so really like what we believe in and what we really stand for like will show
0: mm.
1: you know and that's really what what i uh, put it put me on like wow like mike is living this mike is living this it's not just a lip service kind of thing because really the tests like this y'all like during times of you know what whenever you hear this if quarantine is still going on or whatnot like how we actually learned to to deal and show up to uh the unexpected curveballs in life Mm -hmm. and how we show are very revealing man and it reminds me of like Queen Elizabeth when she was addressing Great Britain. Um, I don't know if it feels like a month and a half ago. I was listening to her and it was so such poise. She's like, I hope that she was just speaking to her country, but I really saw that she was speaking to the whole world. I hope that when uh, quarantine and all of this is all said and done, that everyone will be proud of how they responded.
0: <laughs> Thanks for the reflection, man. I appreciate it um yeah so you know so 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 that's where that's that's what's got us to this 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 final episode as it were right Gavin and I decided that it would be best for for us to to round this up right to ensure that moving forward we we stayed conscious of what our needs are right the needs which are being met through this podcast and try and ensure that they'll be met in the next phase right of what gavin and i do right so so gavin's needs just to recap right alignment connection growth recognition trust reliability certainty and of course higher purpose so i think that takes us into a nice segue about um about next steps um, actually before before we talk about next steps why don't we just like do a recap on that, on the nine to five journey dude
1: yeah and i yeah and and uh actually even before that it's <laughs> cool two before is you know one thing i just wanted to mention that I realized and really appreciate, and this is gonna be a natural segue into the next piece, but I realized that one of the fears that I had and have moving forward is, yeah. you see, when it comes to the this nine to five, uh, I never met Mike before, not in person. <laughs> you you know, we connected through Instagram to Zoom, and then it just goes to show the power of, of how you can really spark deep connections mm. through digital, even though you never physically have met somebody before. Mm. And um, what I got from Mike is just how reliable he is, Mm. you know, even though we never met. uh, I can only remember like one time and I think I did it one time or two times as well in the in a year's place where uh, showed up late or, you know, we didn't they didn't show up for a nine to five like time. And so in other words, like I could I trust Mike that he's going to show up. Right at 9 p.m., p- nine a.m. PST, you know, and um, I realized that that's that's precious. And I'm curious that going into my next podcast venture, like, yeah, uh, who is going to have that kind of reliability? Mm. Someone that I can really depend on for the part, the pieces that maybe I'm I, I can develop in. Right, Mm, because we are very complimentary in that way. We are very complimentary in that way.
0: Right, Uh, right. But
1: yet, but yet, we also have the same standard of punctuality, reliability. Mm. um, That we're gonna post an episode you know, right. in between when you're not looking and I'm not looking, you know, right, the things right. that
0: we're doing in the dark, you know? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we trusted each other to get the work done outside of the, outside of yeah, this too. time when we're actually creating it, yeah. So I think what was really powerful about the conversation was that, yes, we identified this this unmet need, but we also identified the needs which were being met, right? Which is so f- so crucial because it's so easy to forget once a need is being met, right? Like you don't think about being hungry when you're satisfied, right? So, right. so being very conscious of it, it's powerful because moving into the next venture you can be like why how do i ensure that i work with someone who is going to meet this need for reliability
1: that's right yeah i could see it's totally translating into any kind of relationship you know like how sometimes yeah. it's uh it's hard to it's easy to take things for granted when somebody mm. is just naturally reliable person and then when it's when it's that relationship is gone. They're like, you know what? This is over. I can't deal. I can't deal with this anymore. You realize <laughs> right. you just start to all these things come up. Like, what? They were so caring. Right. And, wow. They made me chicken noodle soup. Oh, <laughs> and they're nurturing. And nurturing. You just, right. It's just things like that are so easy to take for granted when it's from yes. the law of familiarity. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So like actually having this sense of um, I don't know I'll call it like. I didn't create this term, but like a conscious uncoupling, where we talk about <laughs> these these things, and we're willing to, from a civil place, come from personal responsibility,
0: mm-hmm.
1: come here, and and hold space for both both parties to really share from a place of personal responsibility. Right. Right. Wow, how powerful the conversation can be. Absolutely. You know how re- rejection can turn into a revelation.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, yeah so we we're going to talk about um just just a recap on the 95 journey right we we hinted at it a little bit when we shared that uh, the first time we made communication was the 6th of may and i had sent gavin uh, a message on instagram 6th of may 2019 literally a year ago so th- this this episode's been recorded on the 3rd of may just for context <laughs> so yeah 3rd of may 2020 so the first time i reached out to gavin was the 6th of may 2019 i saw a couple of videos he put they just showed up on my feed and um i i, I reached out and i just uh, i said i like the video but not just that i said why i like the video yes. how it resonated with me uh, and 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 why i enjoyed it. I, I think i said like i found them inspiring because you're keeping it real you're being authentic right so my value for authenticity was being realized in your videos and because i valued that that's what made me connect with the video so i just said yeah i value authenticity i value the fact that you're you're contributing because you're sharing a story i think it was about your grandma so my so great auntie yeah great auntie i beg your pardon yeah your great auntie so there were two things there which which i valued which you were displaying in your video contribution and and um authenticity and i shared that with you right and, and then of course you responded with a voice note which is also novel mm-hmm. yeah um and then we set up a Zoom call or a Skype call. I can't I can't even remember what the That's first right. one was. And uh we just, you know, we connected on the on, on um on a on a deeper level, right? On a level based on values and, and right. just being authentic authentic and uh, we decided, hey, we, we have some amazing conversations. Why don't we just go ahead and record them and see what happens? Mm-hmm. And then the the podcast developed and uh, we decided to call it nine to five because the time happened to be nine where you are 9 a.m. where you are, 5 p.m. where I am in London. And um, it just seemed to resonate because we could also appeal to like the nine to five marketplace people who yeah. work nine to five. It was, 5. It was a double
1: entendre, exactly. ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> if you haven't already realized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But, you know, uh, slow, slowing down to that to that very first exchange on May 6th thing is very important to note. And this is really, um, it was a really import, important for on my behalf how i received his message right so his it was definitely like one of the longer messages it was i think it was the longest uh comment that he did and it wasn't that long actually it was probably like four or five sentences but he basically uh addressed what he liked about the video and he translated that you know he he was like you know i just think that this is a really amazing and you know open video i'm paraphrasing totally um it actually it didn't it inspires uh, me to actually start uh, putting out more videos myself so I can start to share my message uh, more in, in capacities that I, I haven't fully explored yet. So I just want to appreciate and let you acknowledge you that you're making a difference from across the world. Yeah. And from that place right there, that was you get how thoughtful that is rather than just like, which are these are still cool. But rather than just fire emoji or like that was dope, exclamation mark, he told why. He told why he he enjoys the video right. and what it sparked inside of him. And he acknowledged, you know, and I think that he touched upon something that is so important as a human. We, ha- we want to feel like we matter, mm. you know, and when you can sense sincerely- Significance.
0: You talked about the six needs. One of them is significance. right? That's, yes, yes, and contribution. we all
1: we all need it and we mm. all need it. Some people have it in varying degrees, mm. but we all need to feel like we matter. Mm. And when you can sincerely find pieces of it and actually share why, it really can make a difference. And that moved me, especially with my awareness of knowing that words of affirmation is one of my top love languages. But it just doesn't land for me if I if I don't know why someone's saying what they're saying. Right. You know. Um. So I I, I smelled the sincerity and I responded back through an audio message, which can is a really it's just really powerful. It's something where people can get the nuances to... Um, rather than just through text mm. So going that little extra 20 to 30 steps In sending a message to somebody can You never really know what can happen Because if he just said that was a dope video I'd be like probably thanks I probably wouldn't yeah. have sent him an audio message or something yeah. And who knows if any of this would have ever taken place Because right. Right. you have uh, No idea, a- even Mike He probably never has no idea How much of a difference that He's made in my development Inside of uh, developing systems for the podcast in a sustainable way using Google Sheets, um, bottom lining, and helping to just like put an umbrella over when I like to to divert conversations into a really uh cool anecdote. He brings it back to earth. So I always thought like he I elevate it and he brings it back to earth. Um, so you've you've definitely um, impacted me in ways more than you'll uh, you'll know, man.
0: I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the reflection, bro. Um, and I think that story just really goes to show how powerful it can be, and, and how you you know you never know what might come about by just reaching out to someone and showing some appreciation and just being sincere with it, but also saying why, right? Also identifying the reasons why you appreciate somebody. So if you if you, you know if you're listening to this and you want to connect with someone, whatever industry or field you're in, and you want to reach out to someone, send them a message, show them your appreciation, and tell them why you appreciate them and what values of yours it's meeting. And and, um, you'd be surprised at what feedback you can get. And who knows, maybe you make a a year long podcast with that person as well, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You never, you never know. And you You just even think about some of those um, amazing relationships that you have now and think Mm -hmm. about like what, what, how you first met, you know, Mm -hmm. and you know, what had to take place and what Mm -hmm. you just might find if you take that breather to really uh, go back into the archives into the memory lane around mm. say your spouse or a good friend of yours mm. i noticed that that what had to take place was just you you were at a party mm. you could have easily said no to that party or mm. you know or just one little decision Oh, i'm tired or mm. or or you just decided not to go to that food market where you ended up meeting that person
0: right you <laughs> it, know. It, it's
1: who knows? So it just goes going into the past. One little change, the whole butterfly effect. One little thing that you decision you made led to this, which led to that, which led to that. Would like let would like to this would led to that, which led to this very moment right here. Right. Which makes this moment so. It's really sacred, mm-hmm. this moment, and I call it itarakimas. You know, it's a Japanese saying that "thank you for everything that it took to make this happen." Like, and to think that that from. I'm so glad I posted that video when I did and for the sake of Instagram's algorithm Mike was able to see it and he he was in a mind state to actually click on it to watch it all the way through and then he had this spark to then be moved to the point of sending a message but he easily could have just sent a fire emoji or something mm. Do you know so like all of those little moving pieces is a part of what made this moment possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so wherever you're going through in your life, you know, if you, we could just trace back, cause I know a lot of you might be going through really hard times here. And my heart goes out to you. You know, my heart just goes out to you. And wow. Like if, when we could just get grounded to this, Mas, like what had to take place in order for this moment to happen right now, for the people mm-hmm. around me, for, for the love around me that take place, phew, you realize just how, immense you know and how just how magical this moment really is
0: absolutely absolutely um yeah take advantage of the opportunities around you just be sincere be genuine connect with what's resonating within you and share that with someone that you appreciate i think you'll be amazed at the results you can you can find Mm -hmm. and and so from the back of that as we say we've been working at this for a year now rain sleet hell or snow easter Mm -hmm. bank holiday or christmas it didn't matter we were here on the microphone, recording, right, doing a podcast, we were yeah. dedicated, you know. Um, totally. So, so my need for growth was definitely met within this podcast. So, so now that we identified the needs that are being established in this by working on this podcast, and we also identified the unmet needs, what's next for for you, Gavin? Well,
1: what's next? Which I'm still like, it's still a little murky, right? And so. This this decision that I made was really intuitive, man. It was just okay. like an intuitive. Like not all the moving pieces were in place, but one thing's for sure is is uh, finding the creating a Flowmasters podcast. Mm. That's next. Um, okay. So Flowmasters, for those of you who don't know, it's all it's a it's a creative collaboration and a space for for um dope humans to come together to express their truth mm-hmm. through music. And I typically use a lo-fi and more ambiance music that are a little slower so that we can really drop in. So you don't have to keep up with the speed or the tempo. You you um, take ownership of the tempo. Okay. You can go fast, you can go slow, but really yeah. it's all about just dropping in. What do you love? What do you care about? What do you desire? What are you bumping up against? What are you afraid of? Who do you love in your life? You know, what... What risks are you not taking? What do you need mm-hmm. to let go of? What are you tolerating right now? You know, what do we really want to be remembered for? And you address those topics, uh, it never has to rhyme. It never has to. It, it never has to be like Eminem. It never has to be bravado. It's it's your truth, and your truth will pluck at the heartstrings of those who need to hear it. And so, my goal in in uh, Flowmasters is to create like a flowcast where it's going to be an intermingling of Of really just candid conversation kind of candid a casual interviewing and then going into flow through music and then debriefing on what was addressed in in the flow and so it's just it's interweaving between flow and meaningful conversation
0: and you know i'm hearing in that gavin as well is going back to like needs you're saying this is a way that you can pursue your higher purpose or your you know yeah your higher purpose and and um thinking about why that might be what i'm hearing with flow is that it's a really raw unfiltered present way that you can self-express bro I'm, I'm guessing i'm guessing that self-expression is a big component and the reason i say that as well is because i remember in the early days of the nine five podcast when you would introduce yourself before you were a mindset coach you were you were helping men and women like there was something about self-expression and confident you remember?
1: Confident. my Yeah. And so my purpose has been evolving more. And yet this still stands in a way. So my, my purpose is to was to help heart centered uh, men and women and in-betweens to be confident, emotionally available and self-expressed. Self-expressed. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: there there's the punchline right there. And <laughs> I like how you said
1: that kind of like it's just raw. So my buddy Sable, who's really been a huge advocate and really just like a a partner in help in developing He's, he's just giving so much resources to to lifting Flowmasters, man. You know, I'm just getting these amazing people behind me. And he sent me a text yesterday saying, uh, you use the word your authentic self expression. What if what if have you ever considered the word raw honesty?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. More you know honesty. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And so raw I think, honesty. I like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, raw honesty, which is different than honesty. And so like in Flowmasters, for instance, um, you could be honest and you can, you know, to and just thinking about like, you know, and you could just speak aloud like, yeah, today wasn't really a good day. I felt a little bit off. Mm. Yeah, just not one of those, just one of those days where you just wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Mm. Honest. That's very honest. Mm. You're admitting that whatever, whatever it is, you don't feel really good. Now, what's the difference between honest and rawnest? Right. If you're being really rawnest, Uh, It might sound like, you know, I'm thinking more about the mortality of my great aunties where who one is saying that she she just lost purpose and she's ready to go, you know, and it's really a day by day thing. My parents are at that age, they're 70 plus, my mom has, you know, kind of still that heart defibrillator that got infected and she's on antibiotics for over a year. And, you know, that's not good for her cells, her her healthy cells, it's kind of, Eating away at that, and that eats away at me sometimes. Um, so I'm just really thinking about the the mortality of life and how precious it really is. And mm. that kind of makes me think to myself, what really matters? Mm. Man, you know, like what really matters? My family fucking matters to me. That's why in Flowmasters, family always comes up for me. Mm. You know, and that's what I love about Flowmasters. The the things that people are really present to, that really matter to them in that moment, they mm. share it. And when they mm. do. Tears come out when they do, snot comes out of their nose because they're being raw. And you know what happens? That snot, that, 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 those tears, they turn into power. They turn Mm -hmm. into like, oh, fuck yeah, you know, like I love (laughs) my family, I love my dad, you know. This guy a couple days ago just shared his whole heart about how much he misses his father because his father passed away when he was 13. And just with all the things that are happening in the world, he's just saying, like, why did you have to leave? And um, I miss you. and we, we fortunately we had back to back so the next one he was just so much more powerful he was mm-hmm. just grounded in realizing that his father's living vicariously through him mm-hmm. and that his father would be proud to see him expressing himself so authentically you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so it's creating these breakthroughs in people and so for me you know in with regards to what's next is creating the flowmasters podcast is continuing to build out and systemize more about the virtual flowmasters since it's mm-hmm. really growing Fast, so I just created an event bright page that's uh, all donation-based for the time being. Um, I have a cap for how many people because I want to make it sacred. And of course, when quarantine lifts, it's going to be I'm going to be bringing out the uh, Flowmasters uh, in-person uh, events. Um, And then I also see what's next is creating an online curriculum for Flowmasters and Mm. seeing it. This is my overarching vision. One of them is to see Flowmasters, like having kind of like how Toastmasters has chapters, Flowmasters has chapters. So we're gonna have like a way on training people on how to be Flowmasters facilitators.
0: Nice. If anyone's listening, Toastmasters is a public speaking club, uh, international public speaking club. And actually, Gavin's a member in uh, LA. I'm a member here in the UK. So, um, yeah, I love that. And again, something I'm hearing again is this unfiltered expression, right? It is. just, Just being you, just being raw. And I guess sometimes, you know, doing a podcast like this right where we're we're appealing to a specific audience and where we had made an agreement that we were going to try and be family friendly in terms of like curse words and stuff right Right. that might put a damper in just being yourself right exactly yeah and just expressing yourself as you just who you are hey this is gavin this is me this is what i need to say right now so i can see how i can see how floor masters floor masters will give you that forum to be able to be more authentic
1: did you did you hear what he just did thank you for that did you hear what mike just did right there that's very powerful as a huge advocate of nonviolent communication and conscious communication this is this is the guy right here you see what he did he was listening in terms of my values Mm. a very fundamental thing in um, how to win friends and influence people by dale carnegie right like you speak in terms of other people's values Mm. he just did that right there Do you see that? Mm -hmm. And so that's a very powerful when we can start to decipher and even guess like, what is what what is this other person really committed to? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, what is he really committed to? Because if we think about like, of times in the past, where you've gotten really upset, or you've gotten really triggered, and triggers are not really the moment. It's the past. Right? A trigger Mm -hmm. is something that sometime in the past it's likely like when we were uh, a child or in our teens um that happened and we made we didn't really have necessarily it probably wasn't a choice right but we're at a point where just a belief got constructed at that time Mm -hmm. or or an interpretation was made that now is put in front of us when this cue which is you know um i remember like in my previous uh, one of my previous relationships i kind of like uh did a little tap to to my uh ex at the time just like a playful tap when we were hanging out and it got it triggered her to think because she was in an abusive relationship it triggered her into like when she used to get hit and so she was like don't you ever do that to me again and yeah. so like i was just like whoa well that was just yeah. like a gentle note it's like hey <laughs> yeah. but like it those just go to show how the a trigger was that from that moment it wasn't we end up talking about it like, you know, my last relationship of six years, just.
0: Right. So, so I mean, what, I mean, the way, yeah, the way I hear it is for me, like, again, talking in terms of like conscious communication and nonviolent communication in terms of needs. For me, what, what a trigger represents is, is an indication that, that there's an unmet need in this moment in time. So when she saw that hand raised for her, she was probably, I mean, I'm just guessing here, needing to be reassured, needing security, needing to know that she was safe right um Mm. and and then the way she expressed it though was you know don't you ever do this she made a demand which unfortunately reduces the likelihood of you um of of connecting empathetically but i'm sure you were able to but yeah so that trigger there for me was just a, a really clear indication of some unmet need that she had in that moment in time um and being able to identify that if she you know hypothetically speaking like in another relationship if the if your partner knew that, hey, she's always safe, always secure, that same trigger wouldn't have that same effect, right? That same action wouldn't have the same effect. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, so that's how I heard it. But yeah, absolutely. Um, conscious communication, listening in terms of needs, listening in terms of feelings, really deciphering the noise and getting to the heart of the issue is a great way to just... Sink in that connection to just deepen that connection and understand where someone's coming from as a human being, you know, understand their motivations. And for you, as you were talking about Flow Masters, it was really all about more authentic, unfiltered. Self-expression, right? Right, <laughs> that's what, right? That's what that's what Gavin's about—just being yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean. If you, if you, if you know, if you follow Gavin's Instagram, which would be, a, it'll be like a link somewhere near this uh, yes. upload, you will see his Instagram, and he's just very himself, which is very authentic, right? Very uh, uh, honest, right? Just sharing his his gym experience, sharing his time with his aunties, sharing what he eats, sharing his flow masters, being himself, you know. So for me, I, I see that as being something that's very, very important to you, and um, and that's something that I think facilitates purpose for you in life and i can see how Flowmasters will be a platform that will enable you to do that regularly and and consistently
1: yeah um and i'm just going to put this on the court but uh uh what one one thing that my um my friend had said which i'm toying with but i'll just throw it out there right now just as a declaration and he after uh, this is the one with the father right the father he's like he misses his father and everything and towards the end too he was saying you know what I see, because we do a lot of lo fi hip hop, right? Okay. Lo fi hip hop is is kind of like found in a lot of anime. Okay. It's kind of like Nujabe's style. Okay. Um, so, like kind of like jazzy, kind of like hip hop in and anime and, and mangas and whatnot. And so that's really big in Asian culture. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I see Flowmasters being like what hip hop is for blacks. Okay. And you know, hip hop is for blacks, Flowmasters is for yellow. Oh, interesting. You know, it's okay. For, it's for Asians as a place for them to express their struggle and what they're going through. And right. I never intended, I don't intend for Flowmasters to be any color. You know, there's right. no color to Flowmasters. Okay. Anyone can come into the show. And I see an opportunity in the Asian, um, global Asian community as Flowmasters being an outlet to to transform the way that they communicate and relate to themselves.
0: So no. do you feel that like there's a do you feel that like there's there's a like a like a need for that to happen a need for like more Asian communities to express themselves and and, and be more I think honest that there's I think there's going, authentic
1: I, absolutely and I think there's uh there's there's going to be a um uh it's going to be certain certain Asians will come first mm. you know that, that it's going to be like kind of like a wall for some of them and that's yeah. completely fine you know yeah, but I see yeah. that when there's going to be people that come through and now I'm thinking like, Oh shit, John Cho would be dope to do a flow masters with. And Mm -hmm. I bring more in of like influencers, Asian influencers and to, Mm -hmm. for them to hold the space to, uh, to really express themselves. Yeah. yeah. John Cho's talking a lot about now, like this just goes to show that Asians aren't, there still is a hierarchy, Mm -hmm. you know, that's going on around the world. Um, a lot of mistreatment and inequality that's still taking place. Um, and so, like, I would love to have John show on, so mm. uh, to to hear what he has to say. Mm. Um, but yeah, man.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so we were talking about next steps of Flowmasters. Then you said that you're not quite sure, um, you know, how it's going to pan out. Do you have any sort of structure, any like it, other than the name and what's gonna, what it's going to consist of? Other than anything? the name, well,
1: it's going to yeah, it's going to look it's going to look pretty similar to how I facilitate a. Uh, a public virtual flow master session. So I have a, a template that I've been doing for uh in person for a while for uh, a while with friends and yeah. so I'm really confident in how to hold that space. And now it's just um I would like to have somebody who would generally be a reliable host with me, a co host. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: so you're gonna have like so you and someone else and you're gonna have a third person on there flowing? Is that, um, is that
1: what I'm thinking? No, not not necessarily. So, like, one, uh, I picture, I uh, have to find the tech to do it, but it's going to have music that's going to be okay. in the background, all royalty free music that'll be there. It's going to go between lo-fi to ambiance. And I'm going to introduce the person. Probably ha- we're going to have a Connect call before then so I get to know them. And I'll write, I'll address like pretty, certain kinds of like uh, topics as just general um, outline or structure for. Mm-hmm the topics inside of the flow and then that'll then we can debrief so there's still going to half of it's going to at least be just like flow well we'll see where it's going to go but we're going to have like three points that are going to that's going to be addressed throughout it you know
0: okay and you're going to flow back and forth on those three points we're going to we're
1: going to flow back and forth and then we're going to organically weave inside and weave into conversations
0: after it okay cool same host every time
1: no so I'm gonna okay, be the same host. So, guests, so I see like, like my buddy Sable being a part of it, my Connor being in some, my buddy Umong. I already have people yeah. who said that they're down to to be a guest in it. Nice. And so as long as I'm just getting the tech right so that the audio yeah. experience is going to be good, because it's only gonna yeah. be audio.
0: Okay.
1: Um, figuring out how to make the music crisp as well as mm-hmm. it but I just think that okay, just get just getting started could even start off a Zoom right now mm. and with uh and then play the music through that, make sure that they have a microphone and headphones right there and just mm-hmm. start with that yeah. and then by putting it myself out there I'll probably get recommendations and just learn along the way on absolutely. oh, this, this software, this app is going to be better right. just keep going you got to remember like kind of the same strategy we did nine to five which I take yeah. it just you just ship don't let the also don't let the great get in the way of the good at first absolutely. and then, absolutely. then keep sculpting it into something that's great and even beyond absolutely. that absolutely, nice I like that okay nice. so Mike, yeah. I wanted to yeah, yeah take yeah. this now and so now you know a little bit about me. I talked just primarily about Flowmasters, which is a huge part of my life mission now, is uh, what's next for Money Mike?
0: <laughs> Money Mike, yeah. So, I mean, as I've told you what my purpose is, which is to contribute to the evolution of consciousness. And we've just been talking about conscious communication. So for me, that, that's really, I, f- I feel like, where my interest is funneling into. Um, it ticks so many boxes for me, you know, um, to... it's It's almost like a skill that one has to develop, right, to just... To just maintain awareness in conversation. Um, oh yeah. Like, right? Like, am I being triggered right now? Am I responding from a? Am I, am I responding consciously? Am I responding from the heart? Am I making assumptions? Am I? Am I making judgments? Am I really listening to what this person needs? And am I really identifying this person's feelings? So it it represents some element of challenge for me to to really become better and better at remaining conscious during conversation, but also to just really spread the message of of what conscious communication is and, and it's it's interesting because um this has come three sixty for me because when I was sixteen like my favourite subject was English language. I had a really inspirational teacher who really made me so fascinated with, with with English language and then after doing my exams at sixteen, which we call GCSEs here, I went on to do my A levels, so age um, sixteen and seventeen. And those are the exams you have to do before going into university. And um my my two of my A-levels was English literature and English language. And so I really became fascinated with language and words. And, and I had such a reverence for words. And I've actually realized that on, on a lot of my... Um, like, I'll make a collage or I have, like, a, 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 a board where I have, like... Where people might put pictures, right? I have words, right? My number one love language is words of affirmation, right? I've got a picture frame in my room. It's not got a picture on it. It's got words, right? Like, words are so powerful to me because, for me, they just allow me to... To, to have an image in my mind, they, they can get abstract concepts uh, um, into the concrete form using words. So I have such a reverence for words. So So developing in the area of conscious communication and really spreading the benefits of conscious communication in, in the sense of how can, how can you hear? bad news in a positive way or you know how can you really listen out for your own needs and feelings as well as the needs and feelings of someone else it's so important for me and the reason why is because as I say it's skill-based so it allows me to grow and be challenged but also it facilitates deep connection with people like one of my big values is is like relationships and people and to be able to develop deep connections with people uh, and to have to to have like a conscious way of communicating with people that will facilitate that process for me is just a blessing, so I'm really grateful for the work that Marshall Rosenberg did in developing nonviolent communication because that's really the source of my inspiration. Um, and I use the term conscious communication because I think that's really what sums it up. It's all about really funneling one's consciousness to think about what is what is someone feeling and needing right now in this moment, and 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 um, and when we can get to that point then I think it's easier to just give naturally, to return back to our natural place of giving. So for me, it's going to be focusing on that, I think. And um, I've already started implementing it in my coaching sessions now. I recognize now when I'm having a, a coaching conversation with, with a client, I'll be listening out for their needs and feelings. And when we get to the heart of that, then the strat- the strategies around how we can get those needs met become so much more, more clearer, so much more easier. And um, so I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying that process. And uh, it's something that I'm... I'm going to be pursuing so in terms of what ne- what's next I'm looking at doing a podcast I'm looking at focusing all of my online activity around the subject of conscious communication right in the context of relationships conflict resolution mediation spousal relationships uh, empathy with oneself how can we develop self-love through conscious communication how do we think um, in our heads that facilitates self-love things of that nature so, so everything to do with conscious communication. Mm.
1: That's that's a uh, one thing in the f- one of the previous uh, episodes. It was actually the last episode how yeah. to how to um, resolve conflict, where I saw in you that that stroke of that passion for uh, nonviolent conscious communication. Mm. um that i didn't i didn't see too in nearly to the point with other topics that we uh you know that we mm. covered throughout this podcast and the ones that other people will never see yeah but <laughs> it's just how it's like an obsession bro and that's why i was like i got so excited because that obsession is for me what flow masters is you know like i was just i literally spent all day yesterday like looking through previous Flowmaster sessions, taking notes. I got my easel right here. You got to see. It. it looks like a mad scientist right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so. And it's just like when to find something that you can be obsessed about that's in line with your higher purpose, dude. Yeah, I yeah. see that with uh, how you are with NVC, nonviolent communication, conscious communication, and you illustrate it in some of the uh, more um, during the curveballs of life.
0: Mm. yeah well thank you for that, ref- that reflection uh-huh. uh, uh which is which is affirming yeah that's affirming because um i am passionate about it you know i'm oh, so yeah, passionate about it as i say i've got such a reverence for words so so i'm really excited about about that journey right now i'm just sort of like sitting with it meditating with it and thinking about of you know a strategy going forward um but but it's going to look in the it's going to look like podcasts uh videos and social media just really focused around that subjects of of conscious communication
1: yeah i um can i can i uh can i share my two cents yeah please i think that the where uh where we've been investing in which is in the audio experience mm-hmm. right we've been doing we made a we for those of you who don't know we had a shift like probably like half of the episodes where they were actually originally youtube and so if you actually want to see our humble beginnings, you can go onto YouTube 9to5 with Gavin and Mike, the, the sign, the symbol for and, and then go look at our humble beginnings. And basically what we did from there is we we exported the MP3 version of, of uh, the YouTube video, which didn't necessarily translate into an audio experience. Right. And then, you know, halfway into it, we were like, yo, we got to just make a decision. You know, we got to make a decision. Let's go to audio. So with that, I'm, I'm saying all of that to just... Uh, to say I, uh, audio experiences would be super powerful right now. People are like yeah. looking for that net time, no
0: extra yeah. time um, and just yeah. listening, even though like yeah. with
1: COVID people are watching probably more videos now, Netflix mm. and all these different things. For sure, um, They're all, they're both valid. But I see a lot of value in the audio experience, bro. We are yeah. putting all this muscle and work into it.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And uh, it's definitely something I want to do. And it's it's relatively simple to do as well. Like the setup is relatively simple. You know, the the, the learning curve, there's a bit of a learning curve to get started. But once yes. you're over that, it's relatively simple to set up and, 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 and record. So I agree. It's a, it's a good platform. And no extra time is a good point as well. So yeah, so moving forward. Yeah, go on. Go ahead. So uh,
1: just another thing, Mike, is uh, we're live this this actually serve is my buddy just started up a, a podcast mastermind
0: but okay
1: bro it's on facebook
0: i know and i, yeah, yeah, I'm, I don't. i've not got a visa to facebook uh. access denied so uh that's, so, that's fine that's cool uh, i'll figure out i'll figure out a way i'll figure out a way. you
1: figure out a way man to get back onto it as well on on the facebook i don't know what's going on mark mark what's mark, up okay, what's, what's, cra- what's cracking Man. Mark
0: probably listens to the podcast Mark, we know you're listening to the podcast Yeah though. Like, get me back on Facebook What, the, what on? the zuck What the zuck is going on right what here What the zuck is going okay. on You know, you allow me on Instagram But not Facebook, Mark Come on I thought we were come friends, on, no. buddy No, is he needs I, to be a part of the I'm podcast unfriended? mastermind Yeah Was it was it because I unfriended you back in 2016? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Or is he good friends with Tom And you did something on MySpace, bro? <laughs> MySpace I think that's probably what it was Because, you know, Tom and Mark have got beef, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so there we are So, um so this is I, a cool you know, podcast. Yeah. This is a
1: really cool and I don't mind that we're going to be going over a little bit with this because this is the yeah. final one. I wanted to right. actually ask cuz I yeah. think there's something really powerful about I wanted to actually pick it back to when you were in high school and you that English teacher. You said yeah. that she really made it was in it was in high school, right?
0: Yeah, he, it was a he. he, uh, he. high school so 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 it was between the ages of 11 and 16, so whatever you call that in the States. Okay.
1: Okay, yeah, between 11 and 16, that's from, like, middle school, start of middle school into uh, high school, so okay. uh, throughout high school. What was it about that teacher that struck you so much where you listened to him and it gave you, uh, it, it basically, it sparked a passion inside of you?
0: It's a very good question because i tell you what, until this day, and I remember it clearly, until this day, I was sort of, I, you know, I wasn't really interested in English. In fact, I didn't even think I would get good grades, you know, I, I i honestly didn't i was just turning up because i because i, I thought i had to right and english for the for, for the most part was just a subject that you go to for an additional lunch break right we had we had english class after lunch lunch was one hour long the english class afterwards was another hour long and then that class it was just like an extended lunch break no one paid attention i didn't pay attention it was all about cracking jokes with my friends in the back of the class and um this teacher who taught us during that time left another one came in and this was his first lesson with us right his first lesson we don't know who this guy is from from nowhere and this is an inner city school right kids are rowdy to my recollection it was one of the first schools in london to have cameras outside because this school was rowdy right we were like a hotbed for beef between different schools it was crazy so this guy's coming into an inner city school where kids just do not have patience and the guy comes in everyone's in the class already we're talking you know talking about what just happened at lunchtime or whatever and this, this guy walks in and he marches in, marches into the class, slams the books on the table and goes into this monologue, bro. He, he goes into this monologue and he captivates the entire room and he starts talking about stuff that I, I can't even remember what he said, but he starts he starts reeling some stuff off and he's, dra- he's dramatizing it, he's acting this thing out, right? And then halfway through, I realized, oh my God. This guy's dramatizing a poem. He was, he was he was just reading out a poem that he had memorized. And I was like, oh, snap. I actually understood what he was talking about. And then we opened up our books. And sure enough, that was one of the poems that he was dramatizing. But because he had so much passion in his delivery, that poem literally came alive in me. It literally came alive. And I was like, oh, man, I understand that poem. I was able to draw the imagery from the words, right, as opposed to just reading words on a page that have no resonance with me whatsoever. He brought these words alive, so much so that English became my favorite subject. I went on to get an A-star at that exam level for English, my highest grade I've ever got. I ended up, I ended up writing poetry every single day for so many years, bro. Like, I I, I was passionate, and it's because he inspired me, man. Like, he, he he, sparked that imagination within me of how powerful words can, can be and how much imagination... Um, can be created how life can be created from words that's what he did for me on that day he he doesn't know it and i don't think he ever will i can't even remember his name i vaguely remember what he Mm. looks like but but he he inspired me in a big way
1: wow bro yeah what some things that i got from that is you didn't even have an interest that much in this subject prior right no right and you were younger so your brain wasn't fully developed you know whatever you're going through at that time the hormones moving around because that's during puberty right. yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, a lot sure. of things that's happening around that time in our bodies right that's just happening you're like <laughs> what like what and you right. start to get uh uh start to get the sexual drive more right and right. start to be right. really attracted to women more Right. Uh, whatever your orientation is people you know and right. so so there was a passion There was a sense of he came in there he actually he made something really memorable. He dropped the books right on mm. the on right on the the desk right there. It's quite like shocked people, right? A pattern yeah, yeah. interrupt, you know?
0: Yeah. Boom, yeah.
1: and then he just come in there with passion. Like this passion. is what it's about, and it's like he got he got the attention right from the jump, Instantly. and he brought he there was an embodiment. He brought these words to life. He painted a picture mm. of it, and that inspired in you a, a passion that you never knew of. Mm. that you were a
0: latent passion that was in there yeah, a that dormant I never knew. passion
1: yeah right. and so right. just like moving forward I see that as a lesson that some people like people have like that's what I see for flow masters like mm. people just don't know mm. they don't know they don't mm. know yet but once they get into the cipher not everybody but a lot of people are going to be like holy shit <laughs> you know this is the yeah, this is not kid friendly y'all. Like but Yeah, I love it. Hey, self-express Gavin. Yeah, let, let loose. Holy, this is the last episode. Holy <laughs> shit. This is uh this is this is something else. This is not about freestyle rapping. Yeah. This is about trusting yourself. This mm. is about being rawness with yourself. Rawness self-expression. You know? And from really. that place, like you start to question social conventions and things that mm. you've been holding on to that just have not been serving you. That have been right. just these arbitrary invisible walls. That we've put up based on past or whatever. Like mm, mm, it mm. it is it is a therapy in and of itself, man. Mm, and mm. so I love bringing words to life. You actually inspire me, dude. I want to have you as one of the uh beginning guests for one of these. <laughs> to bring this in here, dude. And we're and um are you down?
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm all about new experience, absolutely. You let me know <laughs> what I need to do. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Make it man. happen, that'd be fun. And li- and likewise, man, for the podcast that I do, i love oh, to yeah. have you and a guest for sure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, man. So this was, uh, this was freaking um, really awesome, y'all. Uh, as you can see, what well, basically, uh, right here, how do you really hear bad news, right? And that bad yeah. news is quite an—it's quite ironic. Yeah, right? exactly. Because-, because
0: actually, there was no bad news. Mm-hmm. There was no bad news. Yeah, it was just, you know, when when you can get rid of the the, the terms good and bad and replace them for, you know needs and feelings, right? And ask the question, you know, what feelings and needs are, are being expressed or are, are unmet right now? And really try and hear for those. You don't hear any bad news. There's never any bad news. Um, as, as Marshall Rosenberg says, you know, when people express things in certain ways, especially criticisms or judgments, they're just a tragic expression of unmet needs. So... So that's the irony in this title and that there was no bad news. It was really a revelation, right, of, of where we need to head to, right, the direction we need to be heading towards. And it was really a, a, a culmination of our consciousness being focused into where we need to be heading to. And that's what this podcast was really about. So, yeah, go ahead. No,
1: uh, I, I think that that was just brilliant. Replace good and bad with needs and feelings. That's yeah. very. I, th- I see. Think that's so practical for for any of you uh, tuning into this episode. That whenever there is a judgment that you're making, and oftentimes you know they can feel so ig- uh, instinctive, mm-hmm. because it's a trigger, and then mm-hmm. the trigger creates this feeling, and we have an interpretation for that for that mm-hmm. kind of like feeling that comes up, right? Mm-hmm. And just underneath that, if we can start to implant questions on what needs am I trying to fulfill on here. And even if you're going to look at it from the, the six human needs, right? Like I said, certainty, uncertainty, uh, connection, uh, significance. Love also can fall under connection. Mm-hmm. But a, as, I, as I understand human psychology, it's like connection. A lot of people will will uh, settle for connection because love is scary. Mm. So love is a, a connection is a need. Not everybody gets fulfilled on that love. But mm. um, love, love is uh, it's like a, a step beyond just connection. So uh, there's significance, then growth and contribution. If you think about like what needs am I out to really fulfill? And if you even take another part about understanding what your core values are yeah. and how are you trying to fulfill on those, right? Yeah, um, That could be really powerful because that's very conscious now for me to think of how I can fulfill reliability. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. That, yeah. I, we both agreed that that was something that this fulfilled on for both of us. For I sure. can always count on you. You can always count on me to show up yeah. on Tuesday uh, 9 a.m., 5 p.m. Your time. Yeah, no question. Exactly. I never exactly. had. I never
0: doubted that, dude. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Likewise. Then that was fulfilling that certainty tick box, right? That exactly. was certainty. Yes. Ticked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Boom. For sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, how, you know, how do you hear bad news? And I really, I think that's really the crux, as Governor said, as Governor just recapped, replacing good and bad for feelings and needs, and, and recognizing that when someone is expressing bad news, really all they're doing is just expressing an unmet need, and if you can listen up for that then you win they win everybody's a winner so we hope we hope you're able to see the practicality of that in this conversation in what we revealed in that Gavin revealed uh, an unmet need that he's now going to pursue and we also both together recognize the needs which were being fulfilled in in the making of 9to5 that we're going to carry on with us consciously in our new pursuits so so we hope you saw the practical value of that and then we recapped the beginnings of 9to5 and showed how just from making a, a, a a connection with someone else in a very sincere way, showing appreciation and explaining why that appreciation is is, is is felt, that will really give the other person the opportunity to connect with you in a deeper level, as Gavin and I were able to do, and who knows what will happen, right? And then we talked about our future ambitions, so Gavin's going to be working on this Flow Masters podcast, so look out for that, I look forward to being a guest on that, I'm going to be focusing my efforts, yeah, I'm going to be focusing my efforts on conscious communication, and um so stay tuned guys this is the beginning of a new chapter right absolutely the closing of 1 the beginning of a new one so so yes. I'm
1: excited the end of something just the beginning and that conversation y'all just to uh, provide a context uh, that occurred on the 1st of may
0: right? oh exactly yeah, right? yeah, yeah. the, the original the, conversation yeah it was yeah.
1: the beginning of of the month and just also to put this on the court a little bit is right after i comp- uh, had the call with mike i actually it was it was a bittersweet feeling, you know, even though I initiated it, it was bittersweet because it's I was just more so much more attuned to these were the unmet needs. These were the needs that was fulfilling and things to be mindful for of moving forward. Right. But I knew that it was just 100 percent in integrity. Yeah. And it was scary for me to just to even have that conversation with Mike. And right as I'm walking, I get a call from a friend, my friend Sable. And I've been thinking about him for the past like 48 hours just because he has a podcast that he's been doing for a while. And I wanted to get his like input. And right as I'm walking after the call with Mike, I get a call from him, and you know it kind of just went flow about Flow Masters, about the the Flow Masters podcast, and these different things. And he never calls me, you know, he never calls me. So uh, we just correspond through Facebook message. So and it was just such divine timing, and it's just something that I can't explain that when you are so in alignment, you know, this is how I interpret it. When you're so in alignment with 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 what you're up to and this is what and I don't know what it really looks like but I know this feeling this intuition is just telling me and you make you take that step that scares the shit out of you Mm. the universe has a way it's like the alchemist you know just the universe has a way to conspire and letting you know a little nudge like you're on the right track you're on the right track right you know absolutely
0: absolutely so So that was an affirmation for you right it was an affirmation for me and
1: it was also a place where I'm just so like I'm so grateful for you Mike I'm so grateful for your message. I'm grateful for the stand and the grounded energy that you have. I know that the people that you work with, man, and the people that you are going to work with moving forward, um, you are you are a gift to, like, the, um, almost like the, you're a gift to the lofty innovators. <laughs> you know, what, them, you,
0: what makes you say that?
1: Well, you, I think... Uh, And it's still broad, you know, but like you, you can bring really, um, creative, uh, creative, uh, individuals back to earth.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I think we, I, so I don't know who you specifically like kind of, um, uh, love the most to work with and all these things. I just know that you have a way of grounding people and you have a way of, of bottom lining or just getting to the heart of, this is what you're committed to. You know, you just put you're constantly putting um, nonviolent communication and conscious communication and really seeing what is really underneath it, that mm. you're constantly doing that. You might not even be conscious that it's just unconscious competence at this point. You know? <laughs> seriously, seriously. And and so by continuing to put deliberate practice so that it turns more into this unconscious proficiency, you know, like, mm-hmm. just, ooh unconscious almost like a mastery piece and you keep doing that, like I think you're gonna make a difference to people are like, Man, I am so uh I'm so creative, I'm so entrepreneurial and I have so many ideas, I just don't know where to start. Like mm. you I think you'll have a way to extrapolate that. Yeah,
0: I appreciate and, that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for that for that reflection. It's uh, it's affirming again. So yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Yo, this has been an epic journey, man, an epic ride. And and we are, you know, we're at the end of the journey, we're at the end of this particular episode. And we hope you have enjoyed what you've listened to thus far, you know. And if you've liked any single one of our episodes and you haven't done so already, but also if you liked anything from this episode, even if you've liked in the past, please go ahead and do the following because it helps the algorithms. It helps us get in front of other people who may not otherwise know of us. So please go ahead and do the following. If you dig 9 to 5 with Gavin and Mike... Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and y'all, beautiful lovelies,
1: humans, fellow humans, wherever you are in the world right now, good morning, good evening,
0: Mm. good night.